Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. The show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment. But running the boards is Joey D's. Wanda. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we might be talking about WandaVision. Uh, Actually, we absolutely will be. We'll be speculating. We have not seen the final episode yet. So we're not talking about that, but we're talking about what we think might happen. Oh, dear. Yes. We will also talk with, uh, we'll talk about the new movies that are coming out on Disney Plus and maybe something you want to spend a couple extra bucks on. Uh, depends on whether or not you want to. Uh, I think I may. And, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. .com. Blogs, podcasts, and more. more. Or just search for BJ Shows Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Exactly. Lots of ways to get a hold of us and talk about uh, some of your uh, fun speculations, which we will get to. Um, like I said, WandaVision is not, uh, we have not watched the finale yet. Somehow trying to navigate not getting spoiled, and we will talk about all of it the entire season, kind of uh, uh, overarching as we uh, get into it next week. That'll be kind of, I don't know if we'll do a spectacular or not. It really depends on what happens and for how us. How good or bad it is. Exactly, on how we feel about it. And I'm sure people will have many opinions about WandaVision. Uh, so the last episode ep that we saw, episode eight, which was previ uh, was it previously seen on or uh, I think so. yeah, as previously seen, uh, it really kind of uh, the episode before we mentioned talking about uh, uh, Agatha had the big reveal. And this was like trying to figure out, well, why is Agatha doing all of this? And because uh, they were friends in the comics, like that was her mentor. Yeah. And it seems kind of along those lines of, and even she mentioned in this one that it was like, oh, it was Agatha all along and she's a villain or something like that. It was Agatha all along. Every, Apparently that song is like yeah. hitting the charts. People love that song. Less than a minute, I think. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a yeah, 58 seconds yeah. or something. I even watched somebody who did that final scene in, uh, they recreated it in Animal Crossing and put it all <laughs> together and edited it all together. I think I saw it on a TikTok or something ridiculous. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but then we come to find out with this last episode that I don't necessarily think that she is uh, uh, a bad, bad guy. She's not the main baddie. No, but she's um, she's trying to figure out what the hell's going on because what Wanda is doing, like she recognizes Wanda as a witch. Like mm -hmm. these are powers that are manifested doing witchy things, especially in the MCU at this point in time. But she doesn't know how it's happening or how she's able to do this and have all this power. Well, through a series of flashbacks where we get to see all of the different uh, kind of the, the poignant times in uh, Wanda's life that kind of leads her to this point, we see that, like, well, she was triggered by the Mind Stone, mm -hmm. but it was her innate powers. So she always had these powers. Some people are speculating maybe it's an X-Gene, and we'll get into uh, rampant speculation very soon on that. Um but she still doesn't know how it's happening, and then she calls her by the name that we know Wanda in the comic books, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. But not Scarlet Witch, like like the new Scarlet Witch, or she's a Scarlet Witch. Right. Like it was one of those things where there have been Scarlet Witches in the past. 
And it's because of the chaos magic that they are using, which is the stuff that can uh, create these realities, as opposed to Agatha, who is like, I can do illusion spells and I can do these and that and these sort of other and things. control people. And control them and do like, you know, all the minor spells that can, well, not even minor, these are major spells because you see how powerful she was in the mm-hmm. opening scene of this. But it turns out to be like, well, I can't just make stuff up out of thin air. I've got to mm. have something to pull it from. Right. So which also how is she doing that all? Now like and if you think about it too, it wasn't actually Wanda who's controlling these people. You can kind of you get a sense of <clears throat> that she felt sorry for these people because they were lost after the whole, you know, blip happening and mm-hmm. coming back. Everything just seemed kind of sad. So in a sense I think she wanted to create a world where everyone was happy. But the ones controlling all these people to kind of play along was probably Agatha. Well, some of it, too. And that's one of the things that I need to kind of go back and uh, watch um, the whole series again is that uh, whenever uh, Wanda uses her powers, there's a red around it, which is we've seen that whole time. And my whole thought about that was uh, maybe the reality stone. Because uh, the reality stone and whatever that weird juice that mm-hmm. it was in uh, Thor of the Dark World, that was red. And the reality stone is red in itself. And I thought maybe that might be things. Because she is literally rewriting rewriting uh, everything. So I thought maybe that had something to do with it. But it turns out kind of more just along the sides of, uh, of uh, chaos magic. But when Agatha does anything, it's purple. So I want to mm-hmm. go back and watch and see if I can tell if somebody is affected by purple as opposed to red and see where that's coming from. It's also a a lot. This is a fan theory speculation going on with. uh, (laughs) Do you guys remember which one Dottie is? Uh, Dottie. Yeah, she was like the the blonde, like leader of the women's group or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The one in like what episode two or three when we first saw Monica in uh, Mm -hmm. the in the in the I think it was season episode two. Yeah. 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 Uh, So a lot of people I don't believe she was one of the people that was listed as like known like her husband was and she wasn't in this whole uh, flashback sequence where she was driving through the town. You saw her husband, but you like he was putting up the piano sign like a piano lesson sign. But she hasn't. And like they kind of uh, have been associating her with like yellow. She was cutting yellow flowers. She's Mm -hmm. always around yellow. So they believe she might end up being another witch. And her color scheme is yellow. Oh. I believe uh, was it. uh, I don't remember if it was this one uh, or like Moonglow Arcana Jones. Another hero or whatever. Because Dottie's husband's name is Phil Jones. Okay. They thought maybe it's the same. Well, like, yeah, I wonder how many witches. And, like, you're right. It's especially because you see, like, all the different people with their names. Like, Norm mm-hmm. had a real name in the real world as opposed right. to Dottie. And if she didn't have anything, maybe she was another one. Because even in, like, what, the second episode, uh, Agatha, or she wasn't Agatha at that point, Agnes, Agnes. did say that what something along the lines the that devil. Dottie was the key. She said something like... Like key to the neighborhood or key to the town or something like right. that. Like In and terms of like us not knowing, like you need to impress this person in order to get in good with the click of the town. Like, but and, maybe that has more ulterior, uh, ulterior motives when it like, comes down to it. And Dottie says there's devil in the details. And then Agnes says to Wanda, that's not the only place he's in. Well, and I know. And that... In the rampant speculation is that like, oh, we're going to see Mephesto mm-hmm. or we're going to see all these crazy different things. But to be perfectly honest, like and I, I know I rambled last week and I was trying to kind of figure out where I was going with it. But I feel like all of the fan theories, people are kind of going a little a little too big 
when it mm-hmm. comes down to it, because Loki was the big bad up until uh, the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like he was the big problem when it came down to everything. And he was the one that brought the aliens to come down. And of course, yeah, it was Thanos overarching, but he was that I could see Agatha being part of that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Not necessarily a bad guy, kind of doing her own thing for her own reasons that might be an overarching thing, but still I feel that she's a smaller yeah. pawn, and we're not going to see a huge, massive big bad at the end of WandaVision. No, I think the big bad, if there isn't anybody else, it has to be Hayward oh, and yeah. White Vision. Mm-hmm. How many uh, witches are in the Marvel Universe? A lot. A lot. There are a lot. There are okay. a lot, Yeah. And I feel like also like witches and sorcerers seem to kind of be on that same sort of aspect in terms of like obviously using magic. Right. So and we know that WandaVision is going to lead into Doctor Strange, too. So it's like are witches and sorcerers the exact same a little bit of just because I don't want to feel that like they're just like the female and the male side of them. But it might just be that. I don't know. Or like the word is interchangeable. Maybe. I, yeah. Uh, but I like there is where I found that fan theory where Dottie is uh, moon glow. There's there's also they, like speculating who Dottie is. Dottie could be Clea, which she's a prominent sorcerer um, when it comes to Doctor Strange. And this is also leading into Doctor Strange and the multi- uh, multiverse of madness. So that could be who this person is. So, I mean, there could be more witches. This could be a town of witches that we haven't really paid attention to. I, a I whole feel town like, of witches. <laughs> I mean, why not? Oh, I think I know who Dottie is. Oh, no. Uh, who? What if Dottie's her mom? Whose mom? Agnes's mom. Oh, why? No reason. I just oh. came up with it. <laughs> I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? And that's nothing. <laughs> Didn't Agnes kill her mother in the flashback? Or am I crazy? So, or could, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, ever yeah. Dead in the Marvel universe. Well, I mean, the way I that mean, they kind of looked, like all those witches when she uh, stole all their powers and turned them into husks. I think like the weird mummies that they were. I think that's kind of dead there, Vicky. We don't know. We thought Mummies. ripping a freaking stone out of a dude's head would make him dead, dead. Well, but now he's not doubly not dead. Well, he might be dead. We don't know. Which he's doubly not dead. There's <laughs> two of them. <laughs> and that is like one of the craziest things. Like if you don't know what we're talking about, and I mean, Vicky mentioned the white vision. We see a white Android version of the vision come powered up in that bonus scene at the end of the last episode. Everyone lost their damn minds about it, which I mean, obviously makes sense in that sort of term. Um, and people are like, I didn't even know about the white vision. Well, the white vision was a thing that happened in the comic books. And I think back into like 1989 or something along those lines. So and when he came back, he had no he had no personality and no memories of his life. He was just an android, pure and simple at that point in time, which kind of stands to reason where they're going with that. Hayward wanted vision to which was very strange, too, because he said he wanted to get the body back. And we always kind of figured, oh, well, yeah, he wanted it to, you know, make a weapon. Like, we know that. We understand right. that. Because that's what all big bad government people want to do. They want to take their thing and make it into a weapon. It's just the trope that happens. But then we find out that, like, apparently Wanda didn't actually steal the body like they had mm-hmm. referred to. And the fact that he just wanted to, she just wanted to go see the body and, like, give her goodbyes and then uh, like bury him and they wouldn't let that happen because they're not what like three billion dollars worth of vibranium they're not going to be doing that so she didn't necessarily steal the body or didn't steal it at all and they manipulated the footage to make it look like that 
And it turns out because they wanted Wanda to power it, essentially to power Vision to bring him back. And the one that's in her world is one that she has grabbed from somewhere or just created out of nothing because that's what she can do. Well, that's how she created her twins in the uh, comics. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so, and that's like, we don't even know what happened to the twins. Well, yeah, my big question with that, because we did find out that he's not real, but he is real. Did she create the stone too? Because he has a stone. Well, he had, well, yeah, she had, or he has what looks like an adornment that might be, but I don't know if it's necessarily an infinity stone. It might just be like, you know, the cubic zirconia of uh, infinity stones at this point in time. Well, that's the interesting part because if White, or was it White Vision? Yeah. Yes. White Vision comes back and he's not Vision because he doesn't have the stone. It's going to raise questions of how she's able to bring back vision completely if the stone gives him personality because mm-hmm. then it's like well she has to create the stone then well and my whole thing on that is like since it's a part of her uh essentially because she created it out of her body like does that just mean like i i, I don't i don't know what that means in terms of like is it he just has her memories like how does this whole thing work like it's all it's all very confusing. It's we chaos magic. Right? I know, chaos. So it's like, oh, anything random can happen. Well, okay. And I mean, Agatha didn't use chaos magic because she doesn't have it, but we still have to talk about what the hell's going on with uh, fake Pietro or Fietro. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that going to be a connection out. to mutants or not? Is that like one of those, like, is it too big? And that was my whole thought to him, just like, Maybe it is. And then, like, what did she grab some? Like, did she grab him out of the multiverse as opposed to Wanda doing it? And is that how it happened? Or, and this is kind of the reason why I told everyone to kind of temper their expectations of what is going to happen for this final episode is that I feel like a lot of the writers are trolling the viewers. Yeah, I think this was a really good, subtle fake plant where they were like, Agatha's going to dress up as. Pietro or whatever, because mm-hmm. she kind of implies that she brings him back. But it's really just a coincidence kind of a thing that it yeah. happens to be the same actor they did it to throw you off a little bit. Because it, I don't I, that that storyline, to your point, right, would make the world so big if all of a sudden they brought mm-hmm. in mutants and all that stuff. I think they're going to keep the world smaller. I, I, I'm i expecting that to happen. Um, I'm expecting to maybe there be like a little nod or something like that at the mm-hmm. end. But I'll be perfectly honest. I don't think we're going to see Magneto. I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to see Reed Richards. I don't think we're going to see like, you know, Cyclops coming out of a portal hole like we saw in Avengers Endgame. Like, would with we everyone. like these things to happen? We would yes, not be mad. Absolutely. But we're not holding our breath. If Cable came through a portal, <laughs> I would lose my ass with Deadpool. Oh, I would too. I would Wrong comic series. Yeah, I would legit right, you know what? S a, S a B if Deadpool <laughs> pops out anywhere. Now, okay, so now let's get in and let's have let's throw out what we think is gonna happen, and we don't have to have a big thing, but let's talk um, between all of us like one thing that we think will happen that would be the massive reveal. And I'll go with mine first because I've been thinking about this for a while, and it does base everything around White Vision. So while you guys think about yours. I feel that White Vision is actually going to end up being Ultron. 
Whoa. Because there have been too many connections. And, I mean, obviously with Age of Ultron is where we saw Wanda and uh, Pietro at the first point. And then in Civil War we see the Lagos thing go down and all of that. But my speculation on this is they're bringing bringing him back. They're powering him up. But Ultron is still in the Nexus, which has been mentioned before. And back in Age of Ultron, the Nexus was a information superhighway sort of thing. It was more of the the Nexus, the center of mm-hmm. all information going anywhere. Tony Stark uh, mentions that, and that's where Ultron was hiding. So Ooh. I feel that Ultron is still there in the code, and he's going to be taking it over. So the big reveal when when Vision starts talking, I think it's going to be voiced by James Spader, who did hmm. the voice of Ultron. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's way better than anything I had. <laughs> <laughs> That's my big like reveal sort of thing that I think they're going to do. And maybe I'll be completely wrong, but we'll revisit my audio and uh, your guys' as well next week when we figure it out. So I want to hear what other people think about it. But uh, what do you guys, uh, what is hmm. your big reveal that you think is going to kind of kick off this phase four? Sorry, I'm still kind of on the fact that uh, I called the whole movie thing the why, why the TV shows are the way they were. I'm like, she was probably in it like, because she grew up in a different country. Oh, yeah. No, you absolutely totally 100% called, it. called that one. Uh, I definitely think there's going to be another big bad, but is it going to be a Mephisto or anybody of that caliber? I really don't think so. So, But I do like yours. Now I'm trying to get that out of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, well, we've seen clips, and unless it's one of those situations where they show us like trailer clips that aren't real... Uh, where Vision's like, we got to fight for this. Mm -hmm. Because that was kind of the impression of, like, he then realized we need to fight for our little town thing. No, they need to fight for their family. Yeah. Um, I I honestly think that Agnes is going to be, like you said, like a Loki. She's not... She's kind of the antagonist, but I don't think she's the bad guy. Yeah, that's a good call on that one. I don't think she's going to be the bad guy. Um, Definitely, it's going... Something's going to... I think they're going to have to rip a portal to get rid of somebody or something. Maybe the vision, and so that's by ripping that in and like basically throwing them out the black hole or the shoot of the <laughs> shoot of the ship or whatever. Yeah, jettison them out there. Just boom. they accidentally open the multiverse. Oh, it's one okay. of those like basically like what they did with the rocket ship to get rid of all the Kree or whatever or not the Kree. What are they called? Uh, 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 the no, it was the Kree. The Kree, the Kree yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Kree in the first Avengers movie where they shoot the the rocket out. And then close the. Oh the yeah, the Chitauri. That's the right. Chitauri, yeah, yeah. That's sorry. I yeah, of. I thought you were thinking of Captain Marvel, no, but no, yeah, no, you know, you're right. Based that whole idea, it's like we're gonna shoot something up, and the hopefully that destroys them out there. I think that's what's gonna be. But okay, we we tore a hole, and it's open now. All right, that's a, that's actually pretty good speculation on that one. I like that. Yeah, you know, the only thing that I was thinking was going to happen is that White Vision's gonna get sent in to go save everyone. Agatha's gonna somehow take him over or control him or he's gonna switch sides. She has done that, yeah. Wanda's gonna freak out and something's going to happen. And then my hope, and I don't know if this is gonna happen or not, but that ben- Benjamin Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, and then Tom Holland's character show Spider-Man and Doctor Strange come up to help her, and that leads into the next movie where somehow something goes wrong. Their powers, all the witches' powers combined, or Doctor Strange understands what's going on, and some hole rips open, and then something happens. So the big reveal for you at that point would be Doctor Strange, as opposed to anybody else that we haven't really seen yet. Yeah, because I don't feel like Wanda's going to answer this problem on her own. See, the thing is, though, from what I understand, so WandaVision's happening a few weeks after the blip, after the events of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, they said three weeks, about. Yeah, and so let's say this is all taking a couple weeks. Um, It's still not enough time to get to the Spider-Man point, because I think that's six months after the event. Six to eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think 
Spider-Man would be involved, but I definitely do like the idea, and I do that makes more sense to me with Doctor Strange. Yeah, everybody, send us your random speculations. I'd love to hear what you guys have think about it. all these. Well, yeah, please don't spoil it. Practice, you know, like safe social media. Uh, maybe don't get on social media if you can on Fridays. We're not that lucky. Can but we please start practice safe spoiling or whatever? <laughs> safe <that> spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, safe spoiling by not spoiling everybody. A freeze frame and a meme. <laughs> So uh, have some fun with that, and uh, absolutely, I'm uh, I'm stoked to hear what you guys have to say about that as well. Uh, the director even said that some people um, may actually be correct. So there is a fan theory out there that somebody has said it's correct. So uh, hopefully you're the person that's right. Uh, I don't know if I am or not. Hmm. Uh, before we get to the geek sheet, I did want to mention the fact that Disney Plus has a new movie out on it. Uh, it'll cost a little bit more. I think it's going to be like 20 bucks, like before with... Uh, Thank you, yes, with uh, the Mulan movie. This is an animated movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, and it's uh, long ago, the fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons live together in harmony. But when sinister monsters known as the Droon threaten the land, the dragons sacrifice themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, those same monsters have returned, and it's up to a lone warrior, Rhea, to track down the last dragon in, in order to finally stop the Droon for good. However, along her journey, she'll learn that it'll take more than dragon magic to save the world. It's going to take trust as well. Uh, and this is uh, the movie that has Kelly Marie Tran, who was Rose in uh, The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and then also Aquafina as the dragon. Oh, I uh, love Aquafina. And it's, uh, a lot of people are saying that Aquafina's role uh, is very reminiscent of the genie. Uh, from Aladdin, oh, and uh, more of like Robin Williams than uh, Will Smith's. So it'll be fun to see that. I it's rated PG, and I am planning on uh, watching it this weekend. Uh, so I'll give you guys a uh, review next week and see what that's about. Uh, if anybody else wants to, again, uh, whether it be uh, a review on the movie or random speculation about WandaVision, let us know. Hit us up on, on that social media. Uh, but now it is time to get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what's your uh, fan theory for a geek sheet? Fan theory for a geek sheet. I mean, if you would like, I do have fan theories. No, 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 no. What do you have planned for us? Fine. <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about romance? Um, in, well, in your viewing, not necessarily in your lives. Oh, your okay. Lives. It's like I love my wife, and uh, we have a fun romantic relationship. So I love romance. Okay, like romantic comedies, or just romance in general, like when it's in action movies, horror movies. Like, what are your thoughts? As long as it doesn't distract from it, like if it's a rom-com, obviously I know what I'm getting into, Mm -hmm. but as long as the love story doesn't detract from whatever I'm watching, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, if it's something like the Watchmen series that was an action series that turned into kind of a love story with Dr. Manhattan, and you know, I like that kind of thing. Yeah, that was really cool, actually, yeah. Um, But there is a lot of times, I want to say like 70%, 80% of the time in any action-y, non-romantic comedy or romantic movie, it is just... Awful. Awful, awful. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's just never, it feels like they're just doing it to like, oh, wait, this is a superhero movie. Let's add a little romance with the girlfriends here. True. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to watch the action, too. Uh, But I did find on Ranker.com 16 movies that shoehorned in romances that made no sense. Oh, here we go. Uh, Do you guys have any, like, any, it doesn't, it could be newer, later, 
that you just hate? The ones that they shoehorn the, uh, the oh, man. Like, give us a couple of them so maybe I can get kind of a starting off point and see what they mean when they're talking about them. I don't want to give you the first one. No, 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 no. Not the biggest ones. Uh, so in the movie Riddick, following the chronicles of Riddick, failed attempt at launching the massive sci-fi space opera, Riddick dialed things back to, you know, recapture the R-rated appeal of Pitch Black. You know, similar to the first film, Riddick finds a titular, you know, anti-hero fighting for his life against alien wildlife on the sun-scorched planet. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. But once Riddick activates an emergency beacon, a group of unsavory characters follow, including a bounty hunter named Dahl. That's right. And a sort of non-romantic love triangle develops between Riddick, Dahl, and another character named Santana, even though Dahl makes it clear she isn't interested in men. Regardless, by the end of the film, she hooks up with Riddick for some inexplicable reason, and it <laughs> might be ill-advised to call this hookup romantic, but it's certainly contrived and confusing. Yeah, like I I don't remember a whole lot of the Chronicles of Riddick, but I do remember the characters that they're talking about, like the, the ne'er-do-wells that kind mm-hmm. of show up later on. I, I, I literally don't remember the the romantic I whatever or quote-unquote romantic uh, thing that they're going on with. I remember the chick that he saves and then the second movie she comes back as like a vampire or something, oh, the yeah, necromonger. That's, that's well, what she, happens, where right? she was like the shaved head girl in the first yeah. movie, right? Where she was the young girl. Yeah, and apparently she's all like, like trying to be badass like him. Yeah, and she's like, you left me on the planet and I didn't survive. I was a kid, but I still really like you, I guess, kind of. It's like she had a weird <laughs> attachment of. to this person. Yeah, she gets axed at the end, which is pretty dope. Oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, that, that one was number 12 on the list. Number 16, and I agree with it. Like, I didn't hate it, but I also am like, it wasn't needed. This was weird. Was Jurassic World. Having um, oh yeah because it was it Claire was. and Owen which was Bryce P- Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. See, I was more annoyed by the fact that her heels never fell off and she never took them off when running around in a jungle. Right, like that was the it, kind of the most uh, uh, unbelievable thing for me. But their their relationship was it's it's that oh you know we're both kind of like like she's kind of a bitch and he's just a dumbass and now they're gonna get together even though they hate dirty, each other. She's all pretty and proper. It's like okay, calm down. Yeah, it's any time when it's like that where it's just like oh we've been through this traumatic experience now we must kiss. Any of those times, I'm just like, all right, great. <laughs> like I can totally understand. Like. I don't mind a kiss where it's just like, oh, my God, my adrenaline's pumping. Like, let's make out. And then, OK, get off me. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, that makes more sense in my head because I get it. But where they form a romantic relationship, you know, it's doomed because if you go to any therapist, it's like you are bonding over a traumatic experience. It's not going to end well. No, not at all. Like, most of these relationships are going to last. Um, maybe a year. Maybe tops. past Maybe past the credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, number 14, I'm going to skip by some of these where I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And they're talking about uh, Zoe Deschanel's uh, romance with, um, God dang it. Towel jo- Man. Watson. Watson. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Why am I blanking? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. I almost said Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Martin Freeman. <laughs> yeah, it's like it It just wasn't necessary. And I don't even think that was a thing that happened. Maybe it happened in the books. Yeah, it says uh, the film had to introduce elements that weren't in the book, including a manufactured love story between Arthur and Trillian that mm-hmm. make the former love you know, lovesick, the change recontextualized so much of the plot as to make the movie seem more like a quirky romance than a universe-spanning satire that fans expected. And unfortunately, this just detracted from what people loved about the book and derailed much of the uh, narrative's wit. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's one of those ones that just wasn't necessary. And it's just like, you don't need these things. Like, you just don't need them. But, I mean, people feel you need them, so whatever. Uh, 13 is Hancock, which I don't mind that one because I like that they didn't end up together. Do you guys ever see that one? Yeah, that was the one. Wait. With Will Smith and Charlize Theron and Jason Bateman. That's right. But that one, it wasn't, I didn't really feel like it was like shoehorned in or anything. It felt like it was one that was necessary. It was like a nice twist because I was not expecting it. I'm like, why does she hate him so much? And then to find out that she was technically his soulmate on another planet. Yeah, like they were eternally connected. But they can't be together. Otherwise, they'll lose their superpowers. Like, I think that was a fun twist. And the fact that they didn't end up together, she was still married to Jason Bateman at the end. I'm like, okay, that was cool. Yeah, that one thing, I think that one's okay. Um, Do you guys ever, uh, do you guys watch, uh, sorry, I don't know any of these, Vertical Limit? No. Nope. Bloodsport? Bloodsport! That was like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, uh, is this the updated one or like? No, this is the uh, the one that came out in 1988. Yeah, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I didn't realize that one I even had one. It says, there's no reason for Frank Ducks to fall in love with a reporter other than to adhere to the expectations of an 80s action movie. The guy yeah. must get the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like any of those, like especially with the 80s action movies. They're going to have a romantic interest that it's like, Essentially, what it is is it's fan service for the poor, unfortunate, uh, significant other who doesn't care about the action movies, but they're watching it and uh, in hopes to maybe have something that they care about. The romance is kind of shoehorned in there, right? For that. I mean, but nowadays, I feel like a lot of girls we'd like the action as well. Well, yeah, it's not, and that's the problem. It was just like it's old thinking that it's like only girls is blue for boys, pink for girls, like you know, rom com for girls. But it's also the fact that a lot of the times when they do shoehorn these relationships, you're putting in like this person, like there's Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. They just kind of put in like a random person that has no depth or character in general. And then you're like, here's a chick. Here you go. And you're right about uh, Indiana Jones and uh, the Temple of Doom as well with that one as well, because she's brought in and then ignored until I think maybe the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and then just kind of like mentioned that like she had a kid. That might be Indy's kid, and it's still very confusing. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's, it's like super quick. It's like, I remember, it's bad. yeah. Was it Karen Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one on here, the Pearl Harbor movie with uh, That one doesn't Affleck. exist. Yep. <laughs> Gangs of New York, Cameron Diaz and Leonardo DiCaprio. I need to Scorsese. watch more movies. I haven't seen this one. <laughs> the Godfather Part 3, which... People hate. Okay. But now going up from five up... Okay. Yes, down, five down. Five down. Uh, are ones that we're going to be more okay relevant, I guess. Number five, Avengers Age of Ultron. The whole Hulk and uh, oh, Natasha yeah. weird. I did not. There was no chemistry there. It was just so weird. That is the epitome of shoehorn. And I will absolutely agree with that, too. That's a good call on that because, like, even, like, like she's like used not at all, but other than just a romantic interest or like mm-hmm. uh, uh, the the sedation for the, uh, the big green monster. Like, and she wasn't used for anything else. She was just the like the girlfriend. And I'm like, excuse me, Black Widow is probably one of the most badass like right? non you know super powered characters uh, that comes from all of this. Why are you relegating her to this boring role? And she already had Hawkeye, which made it so weird. But they yeah. never, I mean, there was that old spec, that speculation, like, you know, what happened in Budapest? You know, were they together? And I kind of like the fact that they could have this close of a relationship, a friendship, without yeah. it being romantic. I like that. Yeah, it's more of a like a bromance or something along the lines. Mm-hmm. They're friends, they get each other, they understand each other, mm-hmm. but they don't want to bang. Yeah, like she is anti-Natasha. Like, mm-hmm. that was so cute <laughs> when I, that reveal came out. 
Uh, number four, do you guys ever see the Chronicles of Narnia? Uh, nope. No, I do remember the uh, Lazy Sunday song, the Chronic what of Narnia. But that's all I remember. Uh, they're saying the pr- uh, Prince Caspian moving on Transformers with the whole Shia LaBeouf uh, in general. Yeah. That's, well, anything that's not Transformers in a Transformers movie, I just I, I just want to fast forward through it. Transformers is so weird because that first movie when Megan Fox is the star, I feel like it was made for that, like like me, oddly enough, even though I didn't relate to it, but like that geeky dude who never got the really attractive chick in high school. Or yeah. didn't have a cool car. But yeah, but then found a Transformer and all of a sudden she's totally into you. Yeah. And you have a Transformer. Isn't that every guy's dreams? But, but then as the series goes on, he loses her because he's not cool and she just is gone. It's the weirdest storyline. I think he gets another girl in the next one and then he's probably gone in the third one. I See, I don't even remember all the movies and what the hell happened. Yeah, he almost gets assassinated by like the transforming woman transformer yep. thing. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. I, I remember a one. weird tail. Yeah. That was the thing that I remember. It's like you get to see your butt and then there's like a transformer tail that comes out and I'm like, no! Yeah, I was no! Like, if this is the real world, he'd be dead. <laughs> right. So the last two, number one and number two, I'll give you a hint. Okay. One is a fantasy series and the other is a sci-fi series. Uh, okay, the fantasy <laughs> series, I'm gonna say Lord of the Rings Am I right? Kind of. The Hobbit. One of the, oh, The Hobbit. The one with the uh, the stupid dwarf elf thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. funny because I think it was, what was her name? Uh, Evangeline, no, yes? Evangeline Lilly. She was in Watch. That's right, she yeah. She said, I will not do this if there is a love triangle, love story, because there was never any in the books. True. And then they're like, yeah, no, no, there's not going to be. And then they're like, hey, hey, by the way, there's going to be a love and story. And then surprise, there is. And you signed up for this, so you can't back out. Exactly. Ooh. She was not happy. Gotcha. All right. Can you guess number two then? That was uh, number one. Are we going Star Trek? No. Star Wars? Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars. And very recent. Very oh. recent. So Ray and Kylo? Yep. Oh, yes. no. Yes. Come on. Justice. <laughs> oh, no. I feel that one is a good one. Like I, I, It's funny because I never thought of them to be romantic. Like I never thought their connection was romantic. And maybe that was just me until like they kissed. It, it just felt like maybe I'm just reading too much into it and this is what I thought. Like, oh my God, we just killed the big baddie. It took years of this. We're finally, like, I'm finally back to bed. I, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We kissed and now you're gone. It wasn't, they, they didn't ha- have babies and lived happily ever after. It was just, we did it. Yeah, and they had just gone through all, again, I was just making fun of, you know, going through a traumatic experience and then doing that sort of thing. I felt it kind of built up though because over the course of the three movies, like, it, it wasn't like a will they, won't they thing, but there was that they're bonded and there's right. a reason why, why they're why, connected. What's the bond? Yeah. yeah, and as long as they didn't come out as brother and sister, which they didn't, which I'm okay. Which would have been funny. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's already happened in the Star Wars universe, so why uh, why wouldn't they do it again? But I, I, I was okay with all of that one. Yeah, I think it's just tough because that second movie, again, how can you judge any of the storyline when that second movie just kind of tears it all apart anyways? Well, that's where we're going to have to uh, defer, sir, because uh, I felt that The Last Jedi opened up the world a little bit more oh. uh, for everybody else there and then just ended up kind of falling flat when it came down to mm. all of the stuff. Uh, I know people people do not like that movie, but I felt that Rian Johnson tried to do some stuff with mm. it that everyone else was like, no, we can't do that. And then just immediately went back to, oh, you love Star Wars. We'll do Star Wars. Oh, I actually didn't even hate the movie or anything. It's just unfortunate that with the third movie, you're kind of like, why does the second movie exist? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that was you know, kind of, I, I have mean, opinions about my that. My dad just watched it for the first time, and he dug it. Nice! He was like, it was fun. And I made him watch The Mandalorian, by the way, recently. First time ever. 
he totally called the Luke thing. Really? Like, before it happened, he's like, I think I know what's going to happen. Like, he's just like, oh. <laughs> he's like, wouldn't it be funny? Like, before the episode started, it's like, wouldn't it be funny if Luke came in? I'm like, mm. Oh, maybe we should get his yeah. fan theories for WandaVision. I know. I need to get him to watch movies and maybe he can do some commentating. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, until next time, guys. Stay nerdy.